I'm not ready. Wait, I'm kidding. I, I caught you kidding. Caught you mid laugh too. That was the it's best. It's true. It's true. It's a good way to intro. I also I acknowledge that we're recording. I appreciate. Uh-huh. I appreciate your acknowledgement. For those of you tuning in, this is Neurodiversity in Tech. I'm Sean. I'm Brandon, and uh, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Thanks. Today we're going to be talking about parenting specifically, um, given uh, our experience parenting neurodiverse children. Because that is hopefully helpful, insightful, and uh, beneficial to people. Well, it connects to everything. And, and, and I think there's some things I want to put in there at the end to tie it back to, to work. But the most important thing I want to highlight is the level of meta that we're going to get in this conversation. Because okay. you have kids and you have parenting, which is in and of itself enough of a, a thing right yeah parents am i right am i right it's, but yeah it's not easy either way now you throw neurodiversity in to kids and and the, the thing about neurodiversity in kids is it's not that it's a bad thing it's that they're still learning and discovering who they are and figuring themselves out in this world so that's tricky i want to make sure we're not talking about this as a negative we're talking about this as a developmental journey with added complications, flavor, a little bit of spice. And if you're not quite ready for that full spice flavor profile, then we've also decided, uh, not decided, we come with this by default, uh, is the fact that we're also neurodiverse. Mm -hmm. Neurodiverse, parenting, neurodiverse. It's uh, it's like a movie inception. What have we done? So I... I'm glad that you did point that out, that it's not a negative thing. It's it's a different adventure is what it is. It's just like, first off, I swear, even if, you know, somebody wrote like a complete book on parenting, theoretically, if that was actual possible, which would be so thick, it would probably reach to the moon. <laughs> it still couldn't cover all the variations of human beings. Well, and, and so that's this this comes back to the quote. And I always I always forget the name of the person who made this quote, but I, I love to quote it. And that's uh, if you've met someone with autism and this applies to neurodiversity. So I'm going to paraphrase it. If you've met one neurodiverse person, congratulations, you've met one one neurodiverse person. Everybody is different. Everybody comes to the table with different things. And it's it's interesting. So the, The story I want to open with, actually, and and this is kind of a relatable journey thing, is um, talking about dealing with certain things this week with the kids. My wife made a specific comment about it's, it's a very interesting thing to see the way that how our brains work affects how we react and respond to the kids her comment basically being that there are some times and some conversations where I'm able to be that speaker to have that connection and understanding to our kids. Yeah. But here's the flip side, because this is a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. Great. I can be that 
speaker that, oh yeah, this is, this is what they really mean. This is how we get there. But that does not mean that I am better equipped to handle all of it. Because if we end up with too many meltdowns, a sensory overload and an explosion of any type, now all of a sudden I'm down for the count, potentially. Right. I, I can, I can relate because I find that, um, uh, my son's, um, kind of like, I'm not going to say it's like autistic quirks. His, his, his little nuances sometimes clash with mine. Um, in the sense that like things that he does to stim, you know, might be too much for me and overwhelm me. Yep. Um, yeah, no, a hundred percent, hundred percent. And, and, and you don't know when you're going to hit that. You don't, there's no, there's no predictability model. Like you said, there's no book. The book would, would go to the moon in terms of just trying to figure out regular parenting. Yeah. If you're trying to then build neurodiversity into parenting, into life, <laughs> uh, it's going to circle the globe a few times. So I think what's important to highlight here, though, is uh, at least what I want to highlight is, is how much I appreciate that partnership with my wife in that sense, because we do both get to play to our strengths in those cases. And I don't, I can't say that everybody has that, um, but it is absolutely an advantage because you have two people with completely different brain wiring. And this actually, and, and, and you know how we, we teased the pizza episode for a while. This is where I want to tease this idea of actually having our spouses come on and hijack the show and yes. talk about being uh, 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 married in neurodiversity. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to dangle that. See what I did there? It's yeah, just like I, I like it. Dangling right out there um that will be a glorious episode right i think it's going to be really good i think it's going to be really really good but all that to say um you know when it comes to the parenting thing the, the best thing you can do is always like like tag team tag each other in um and and if you see that one parent is is uh i would call it losing the fight no we're gonna call it losing the fight um because sometimes it is like a full on battle, um, then you just need to say, uh, tag me in coach. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really important to be able to kind of, um, which obviously I'm, I'm bad at this, but kind of pick up on the, um, on the, the energies of your spouse, because if you're, if they're dealing with something and you, you see that they're kind of reaching that, uh, that kind of uh turning point, the, uh, the apex there, you're going to, you, you should probably jump in. Um, cause it's, it's better for everybody. It's better for the spouse. It's better for your kids. Cause you know, I think, I think, uh, on top of that, it's important to note how, when it comes to parenting and any kind of neurodiversity, um, zero to 60 happens really quickly. Oh yeah. So I'll use another example, actually just from this weekend, cause it's, it's fresh. Um, the kids watching TV. I've, I've stepped in to, to help, you know, like basically I'm going to get dinner or lunch going and trying to talk about choices and options. And it is an immediate, no, I don't like those. And it's like, whoa, yeah. we just stepped into the twilight zone here. And then 
recognizing all of the things that get layered on top of that um, when you're essentially about to reach like a meltdown stage that you didn't even know was coming. Yeah. Yeah. I can just surprise. <laughs> it's, ah! it, it'll sneak up on you. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden you're, uh, you, oh, man, once you reach that point, it's really hard to like, you know, come back down from that. So... You ever, you ever have one of those, you ever have one of those dreams where like, like you're going to take an exam that you're definitely not prepared for. Yeah. I have those when I'm awake sometimes. Yeah. That's what this was. That's, that's, that's what it is. Right. Like you just, Oh, okay. How am I going to, how am I going to approach this? Mm -hmm. And, and I think, so talk about um, tools in your, in your tool belt. I'll, I'll talk about a few Okay. Uh, for, from my end, I make sure that we've got um, what I would call safe spaces, sensory spaces within the house. Yes. Swings, uh, uh, um, the, the bed, which is, which is a bunk. So there's like a nest in there kind of a thing. Uh, um, you know, uh, weighted blankets, stretchy things, uh, uh, music, uh sensory fidget toys all of those things all the things we've talked about before. you know what i really wish actually What's sidebar it? we need weighted blankets if you have to go into the office if you're a person that has to go into the office they should have weighted blankets to go with those nest setups and they should have nesting setups as well just throwing that out there it happens to adults as well what i'm saying for kids works for grown-ups too i i like that Yes. What what about you? What have, what have you got? So, um, I actually we have a similar kind of setup going on. Um, we don't have many safe spaces, um, just due to uh, limited real estate in terms of the house. But we do have, um, my son's room was specifically set up to be uh, kind of like the uh, the fortress of solitude. If, that's if, that's that's what we've had to do we don't yeah. that is that is the dedicated safe space for for one kid and the other one is for the other kid yeah 100 percent. yeah and he's he's got um and some of the things we've we've adapted over the years to kind of address uh safety concerns things like that mm. um because uh self-preservation doesn't always seem like it's you know there sometimes so like you know out right. the covers like I had to get like really crafty with an outlet cover and use one that actually could like lock, uh, because. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's he's really smart, and he was getting off the childproof thing. Actually, if it's childproof, it's probably not. You know. It's probably not enough. It's probably not enough. So I've gotten pretty crafty over the years, but you know we have like beanbag chair, um, you know the little, the crash pad things like you oh, see yeah. in like, gymnasiums, things like that. Oh yeah. Uh, um, the little foam block things, you know, for like gymnastics and all that stuff and a bunch of sensory toys of varying types for kind of him to play with. So it's, it's kind of, and that stuff gets all throughout the house because obviously, you know, kids, kids are going to kid, um, regardless. Kids of, are going to kid. Yeah. Boy, so, ain't that the truth. Yeah. I, I end up, I'll find like, um, one of those it's um it's like this uh sensory ring it's like a little rubber 
ring that almost seems like a chewy with like you know kind of like little soft spiky things on it oh yeah i know what you're talking about yeah i've stepped on that in the hallway repeatedly and uh that that that, that really doesn't feel that great at you know 10 o'clock at night when you can't see no mm-mm, mm-mm. no that's a no thank you right there yeah it doesn't hurt like a lego because it's soft rubber but it still doesn't feel great no mm-mm. yeah and it's a surprise you weren't expecting to step on that nope actually i think i think that is actually that that could be seen as like the the motto or like the sub uh title to the parenting the book or parenting the movie which what is thing? surprise you stepped on something you didn't plan on yeah <laughs> have you <laughs> to to be like completely like honest have you actually stepped on a lego yes how many times uh, i don't i i've lost count the things i step on regularly i've i've lost count because it's just it's just how i do that's i step on things that a normal person wouldn't even step on and cause myself damage that's talent but um, i have stepped on legos action figures uh wooden blocks directly on the corner of the block um wow yeah yeah but i also that's like one of my hidden talents is to to find ways to hurt myself so the fact that there are kids in the mix just adds to the to the profile of of availability so yeah i've 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 done that a few times it it's like okay so i'm actually pretty sure i'm a little numb to it now like to the lego pain <gasps> like it's got to be something really bad like really bad and get me in a really good pressure point to get me. You should see if you can walk on fire now. Probably can. I feel like, you know, if you've been a a parent for a number of years, you know, you get the ability that you could actually like walk on the hot coals. Yeah. The coal walking. I'm pretty sure I could do it. I feel like I've built up enough calluses because I have stepped on Legos at least 30 times, probably in the past like three years. Yeah. I don't, I don't actually think I have a count for it. I'm going to start taking away Legos. This is just every one of them. That's mine. That's part of me now. I stepped on it. Mine now. Well, I mean, like build some Lego shoes and then the shoes in stepping on the Lego, the Lego becomes a part of your Lego shoe. Lego slippers, actually. There you go. Lego slippers. Okay. Okay. All right. I like it. Patent pending. I'm just sitting there thinking of like, (laughs) do you you remember, uh, what was it? Lord Business from the Lego movie? I don't know if you saw it. Yes, yes. Where he like, as he's like walking, like his boots are getting taller. That's right. That's right. That was the visual I had. Yeah. Me with my Lego slippers, just slowly like reaching to the ceiling. Just walking around saying, I am Lord Business. Talking about the craggle. The craggle for Taco Tuesday. Yep. Craggle for Taco Tuesday. Wow. That was a great segue. I love it. Yep just like right off um so back to parenting yeah <laughs> um one of the other interesting things that i i want to highlight that i want to talk about is is school Ooh, that's a fun one now i don't know about y'all because we've got the canadian educational system up here mm-hmm. 
in our system, we have what's called an IEP, an uh, Individual Education Plan. It's actually, at the very least, where I'm from, the same thing. Perfect. Awesome. We can talk about same things. So essentially what it boils down to is, is getting something that tells, it's, it, it's not a script so much as it is guidelines for it's your kind of, kid it's in kind terms of, of what you can expect given certain situations or what their needs are. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, I've, I've obviously like every, oh man, it, I feel like it's like at least like twice a year that we uh, we have like an IEP meeting where we sit there talking about like progress on particular things, um, things that they want to work on and all that, you know, and that's it's always a very interesting thing. It's also good because, you know, it allows you to work on particular goals that might be being worked on in school at home to kind of help speed things along in that regard, as well as seeing like yeah, what's kind of what's going on that maybe isn't getting addressed at home. Cause there are certain things that are kind of more school settings. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, a hundred percent. Now, how is the reception for you when it comes to the school? Do you generally find pretty cooperative or have you had some kind of, you know, push? Um, we've gotten pretty lucky with, uh, with schooling overall where we're at the, he actually, he transitioned from schools to schools after reaching, uh, first grade due to the resources available at another school for, gotcha. you know, kind of like moving up on there. Gotcha. But, yeah, initially, you know, things are things have been pretty pretty awesome. Um really great people that we get to work with. The yeah, the special education uh teachers are just phenomenal. Um and it's it, it's never really been uh like a difficult conversation with them. That's about, really good. Yeah, what about what about with you? What are things like uh even the up north? I, I, I would say about the same, I think you you touched on a really important point there, which is the resources part. Um, resource availability matters big time. Yeah, and I think COVID really hit our schools hard in the resource department and how to manage everything. And so when when kids were back in school, you know, late last year. Well, late this year, early this year. Gosh, I know the last school year, the late part of that one, which is the same as this year. Did I do it? Did I do it right? <laughs> Dude, you just hurt my brain. Wait, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. I'm just trying to <laughs> deconstruct that sentence. Wow. <laughs> In the fourth of Neverwinter. Are we talking about a Fortnite here? On the eighth day of solstice. Oh, man. That broke me. I did. I actually broke myself with that one. So during the last round of school, we successfully finished. Um, it was generally, it was, it was difficult. I could tell it was difficult. And so... 
we've generally been very well supported here as well. Um, you know, great learning resources and, uh, you know, great, uh, um, you know, support from the teachers and understanding, but it's harder based on the resources that the school has. Mm -hmm. Entirely dependent on that. Yeah. And then, and then there's building in uh, whatever kind of, of uh, therapies and appointments you have on top of all that. I was going to ask you about that. Um, I was going to ask if you had like additional things that you did outside of, you know, school. Like I know that my, yeah, my son goes uh, to, uh, you know, kind of uh, an outside place for speech and physical therapy and occupational therapy. And the physical therapy is actually really, really great for him because obviously he's got a lot of energy to burn. Um, <laughs> but speech, speech is it um, for me is uh, a very valuable thing, uh, just due to uh, his nonverbal, you know, na nature. Finding something that will work for him to allow him to better convey his wants and needs, because right now we don't always have a full idea and it kind of comes down to some guesswork and maybe some pointing. So that can be really, that can be really difficult. A hundred percent. That can be really difficult. Yeah. I've, I've picked up a, a bit of uh, American sign language to try to be able to, you know, obviously know what, what he's signing and be able to have a bit of a dialogue. Yeah, we're, no, we're, 100%. We're, yeah, we're 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 getting there. I mean, he he knows how to he knows how to sign, you know, like uh want and more and water, yep. which is really handy to know like if he needs a drink or if he wants food, he can do food. And it's really cute when he signs dad, so it makes me happy. Oh, <laughs> uh, see I like that. That's it, honestly like so same thing. Um uh particularly speech and OT mm -hmm. are uh like i i don't know where we would be without them right i don't i don't and that's speaking as i was like it's not to say that like the challenges with like nonverbal are any worse it's that they're different but i think it i like i speak for a lot of folks when i say like speech when it comes to being able to express oneself is a huge benefit yeah regardless of where your child is at um, if there, there's a neurodiverse factor, then that has the potential to help. OT, you know, like this can go anywhere from like, like, you know, coordination, like your gross motor and, and like moving around a room and doing things to, to the fine motor and like being able to do, you know, pen and pencil to paper. It's, it's, they're, they're huge. They're, they're amazing and they're fantastic. Um, and, and even, you know, there's, there's things around, uh, I'll, I'll mention vision therapy as well. I think that one is another kind of can be really stinking helpful, especially if there's potentially a, a visual tracking developmental situation happening there. Um, so yeah, all of those things. And it's, it is interesting. Like I, I, I find, and this is actually where like the work factor, I, I like to talk about the work factor at this point, which is Yes. Work plays a huge part in the things that we're talking about because 
you already talked about with with OT with speech. Mm-hmm. Those are um, private organizations that you're going to for those things. Yep. Um, I am going to in Canada. I'm I'm going to private organizations for those things more than anything because in a lot of cases the wait list to get um, uh, uh, public is like next to impossible to get into. It's just oh. like you're going to be waiting forever. You're gonna you're gonna miss your opportunity because um, a lot of this is is all about early intervention. So I am very thankful that I have had uh, jobs in my career that have really good health benefits that give me the ability to help um, pay for some of these things. I I am inclined to agree, and honestly, I think that one of the um uh one of the biggest draws uh of like an an employer for at least for me personally is you know the health benefits provided mm-hmm. you know sometimes that can make or break things because if if you can't get the the resources that you know either you or your children need that can that can be significant so well, it, it not only affects that person in their life, it is going to affect their work day. Right? Let me emphasize this one more time for the universe. Please it do. is going to affect their work day. Not maybe, not eventually. It will affect their work day. And so the concept here is take care of your people and your people will take care of you. And this matters not only for people that are neurodiverse, but for people that are neurotypical as well. Neurotypical people, going to blow your minds here, likely have a connection to somebody who is neurodivergent. It's like... It's like six degrees to Kevin Bacon, only it's probably like one, maybe two. What? (laughs) Why is it Kevin Bacon? I don't know why it's Kevin Bacon. I didn't make it up. Oh my gosh. It might be eight degrees. I can't remember. It's been a while. But I can be, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never heard that one. And that's why it got me so good. Oh, oh no. Oh, I just opened up like Pandora's. That's box for you. brand new. That's you, new. I'm going to have to Google that. Yeah, Google that later. You're going to love it. Degrees or eight degrees to get whatever many degrees just, it is to Kevin yeah, Bacon. Just Google degrees to Kevin Bacon. You'll find all about it. Literally, they, there have been people just in <laughs> we'll like YouTube videos connecting celebrities to Kevin Bacon, usually through the movies that they were in. Hello, sir. Do you have time in your day to hear about Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so. I broke him. Oh, no. Oh, I have to get back. I'm like, just like, now I'm just like climbing. I'm just like. Go go for the wrap up. Go Go right up that rope. Go Go for the rope. I can do this. I can do this. So, (laughs) Kevin Bacon. This is a solution to 
all of your problems is Kevin Bacon. Uh, the important thing Kevin Bacon or Bacon. Kevin Bacon or Bacon. Um, why not both? Why not combine the two? Have a mm. bacon sandwich and watch some Kevin Bacon. Oh, yes. In fact, I, I'm, I, I'm led to understand that you can still appreciate a Kevin Bacon movie even if you're vegan. So there you go. <laughs> we've ruined everything the 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 crux of the point that i was trying to make when it comes to work stuff is that those benefits really matter to people people look i i look like i i i'm at the like if if i am looking at a job the reason i'm in the current job that i'm in is benefits front and center yeah, because that accounts for so much expenditure within the year. And if I'm not able to take care of my kids as a parent, what am I doing? What am I even doing? Right. That's the microphone drop. That's it. I'm not even going to add anything to that because I, I feel like that kind of stands for itself right there. The only thing I'm going to add to that, the last nugget I'm going to just admonish to workplaces is be flexible with your people's time. That's just as important for this because sometimes people are going to need to take their kids to that appointment. They're going to need to do something with that, that school activity. Mm-hmm. Don't penalize them for that. What are you doing with your life? Kevin Bacon. <laughs> go go look it up. I feel like I, I forever changed you. You came into this as one man. You're going to be leaving as a completely different man. There was, there was the pre-degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon me and now there's the post degrees of separation from kevin bacon me i'm gonna find out how many degrees of separation i personally am from kevin bacon you do it right it's gonna probably be like six i want to get kevin bacon to come on the show (laughs) i would i would die happy Kevin Bacon, what do you have to do with neurodiversity and tech? Nothing. Perfect. Let's just just talk. (laughs) All right. Brilliant. Um, Wow. This has been been a really fun neurodiversity and tech, hasn't it? I'd say so. I I had a blast. Yeah, that was was great. I mean, some really good uh, pertinent parenting uh, information. And Mm. uh, Kevin Bacon. I feel like, you know, this kind of covered up uh, parenting quite well. We're talking about the serious stuff, you know, kind of like, you know, very informative stuff and obviously a good sense, you know, the chunk of humor, which uh, parenting, if there's not some humor in it, you're just going to go mad. So you got to be able to laugh at some of the things I, that that is that is the best advice you can give. Some of the, the things my kids do are just hysterical. Yeah, the best advice. Well. I can't add anything to that. So I'm Brandon. I'm Sean. Good night, folks.